0: Hmm, hold on. Yeah, yeah.
1: We don't know. We have errors. Are we on? We might this be is on. on. You're live. Go. Happy make solo two happen day today. We're in a celebratory mood, everybody, and I'm done with Target. Josh hit You're- it. <sighs>
0: Hey, 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 welcome into the Hall of Chronicles, your premiere collector show on Monday night at seven. If you're not watching another show,
1: so uh, <laughs>
0: welcome in. I'm Josh, one of your hosts, and I this is, uh, am
1: Andy. Welcome to mm, episode 80 of the Hall of Chronicles podcast. 80. Got some very fun things lined up for you guys tonight for your viewing and listening pleasure. Welcome to the Holo cronies in the chat. Oh, Holocrones. Yeah, just throwing that out there, trying yeah, it out. Holo holocronies. Um, welcome to those who are listening to us on the Rewind on our audio platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Make Solo 2 Happen Day. A day first brought about by our friends at the Resistance Broadcast, yeah, James, John, and Lacey. And,
0: John? Uh, oh, we'll put it up on the screen. Oh, lovely. Hmm.
1: Cheers to you guys for Cheers getting that up. to be a trending topic every year around this time. Who wouldn't
0: want another? Uh, I was watching it today just in the background as I was doing my various things, and it's just fun. It was fun. I watched the beast part, the beast, where yeah. it gets thrown in with Chewy, and yeah. you know, randomly learns Wookie. It's, it's like, I know a little, and then yeah. it turns out to be a lot. Um, he gargles. Yeah. It was good. It was good. I like the show.
1: I'm I like eating it. cheese puffs.
0: You are puffing out <laughs> like, like unapologetically, just munching into you, the mic. Can you hear that? I mean, yeah, exactly. we can all hear it. It's great. It's <laughs> all right, great. I'll try
1: and calm that down a little bit.
0: Yeah, but uh, anyway, you've joined us on uh, set number three thousand seven.
1: Um, yeah, on our way to a new yeah, set design, yeah. we pulled it in a little tighter. Um, we'll get to the main topic here in just a little bit, and the and the, the topic for today is. Is should you ensure your collection right and the answer is going to be different for everybody because everybody's collection is different but Josh what I wanted to ask you first before we got there mm. is have you ever held a hairless cat before
0: uh absolutely not no <laughs> no and that's what we have on the screen right now
1: yeah right over there as part of the thumbnail for tonight's show that's bartleby uh hairless cat bartleby yeah bartleby <laughs> uh the coolest cat I've ever had the pleasure of being around. Um, it's weird. It's weird petting a hairless cat. Uh, Go on. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to. I'm just going to tell you. If you haven't, it's it's weird. That's all I can say. And if you have, then you know what I mean. You know exactly what it feels like. All right. I guess uh, to the uh, privileged out there,
0: congratulations. And to those that have not. May you get your rub on. Let me soon.
1: let me give a little shout out to those in the chat with us already. We've got uh, well, first of all, twelve hours ago, Jesse posted <laughs> ready. Yeah, I 12, did see that twelve hours early. Thank Jesse, you, Jesse. You are first. Way to go! You, Way win. To go. Win. you win. You win. I, I posted win. it, and you commented. As Matt gnashes his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Galinorian Saber Gilster Rez uh nick nick nick's here nick gilster gary uh, good to see all of you guys um anthony our recent hat winner had nothing but nice things to say about us in an email thank you so much he's rocking i heard he's he's rocking the hat in times square right
0: now i mean and uh, he was right he said in his email uh i could be the only the
1: only dude rocking around New York and a Hall of Chronicles hat. I, I believe he is. In fact, I, I responded to him. He's the only one in the five boroughs. <laughs> wow! Is that a Hobbit reference? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Hobbit no, reference. Come know. on. I don't. JD, know. good to see you. Um. No, we we will be getting some new hats available for you guys to. uh Yeah, we've got a batch coming in. We do have a batch. At, a good batch, if you will.
0: <laughs> yeah, not a bad last episode uh, batch.
1: Boring. Oh man. Anyway, nice uh, Brandon, good. good to see you here. Also, um I hope you're up.
0: Matt man. said he's first for next week, so could, good. Good. Uh, so enough, enough with the chat. We love the chat so much. You guys Sean, are going to have your own
1: show. Yeah, you
0: guys go ahead. Good.
1: I would I could just watch the chat. Carry on, on
0: evening. Carry on. So we have ready. things to get to. Keep us on track.
1: Josh, have you have you gotten anything in the last week? No, no. I,
0: well, I, I've, I've black series, has just been kind of rolling in. Both of my Bo Katans came a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. I just need to remember. So, I've got two Bo Katans. Wait a minute. Uh, black series. You
1: accidentally ordered two. Yeah, I did. You, um, you know what that means. What? Yeah, you get a Bo Katan. No, I, you have get a I have one. I have one. I have a Bo Katan. Oh, is it a Bo Katan
0: giveaway? Or? We
1: need to give away a Bo Damn, Damn,
0: we're not that cool.
1: But. If there's somebody within sound of our voice, you know, if if you need a Bo-Katan, let us know. The rule is, guys, the rule is if you, and here's where the honor system comes in. If you accidentally order two of something in which you only thought you were getting one, you have to give the second one away. The only caveat to that, and I'm going to make a new rule here.
0: Okay. Is that if you
1: leave one in the box, you take the other one out. All right. What would you rather do? We'll see how big of a dick I am. Um, for <laughs> Live said, right now. For said giveaway. <laughs> uh, by the way, we have two posters from Red 5 Designs, Book of Boba Fett. We have two posters left, and we're going to give away one this week. Details at the Details end of the show. <laughs> Details at the end of the show. Yes, this is going to be Excellent. i can't
0: wait for the details i have to be honest
1: excellent with
0: you. yeah uh, definitely
1: i forgot i ordered that yeah that's a
0: no i have that shirt yeah i already have that shirt it's one that i got that i forgot i ordered you so actually have two it. of those yeah, shirts
1: yeah, i have a lot of those shirts <laughs> oh uh okay well i did get a couple of things <laughs> this week myself. yeah go ahead
0: professionals here go ahead. all right i'll throw them up. oh i
1: thought you were gonna eat some no I'm good. um I recently made a trade with a friend of the program, Greg, at Ion Cannon um, on Twitter. Greg um, was trying to fill out some of his uh, vintage figures, and okay. I had some extras, and and we made a trade. Love trades. And the best trades are when both parties walk away not only happy, but excited about what they're getting. Right. Okay? Okay. Um, he had some things that he, he just had in boxes that he wasn't going to display. I had some extras of some vintage figures that he could use, and uh, we just swapped. I have honestly no idea if the values are close. Right. And that's okay. Those okay. are the best trades. When you and I can walk away from a trade feeling good about what, what just happened, I'm excited about what I got. He was pumped about what he got. He, In fact, he posted a couple pictures. Uh, with his son opening the the box and oh and, uh, that's fantastic yeah it was it was really cool I really appreciated um, him posting those that w- that was always fun for me to see but let me tell you what I got okay in in the trade um, first of all outstanding job Greg shout out to you for the pack job that mm, you a collector better. likes a nice pack job yes yeah and in fact you know they're all. Packed in oh in, so in bubble how are you going display that bubble wrap? <laughs> so he traded me some uh, Force Unleashed figures. Okay, from this line of packaging, I should probably go put that up. Let's get it to me. Your little, here closer. And so read off what what's that one?
0: This right here is Emperor's Shadow
1: Guard. The Shadow Guard, the Emperor's Shadow Guard. Okay. Then we've got Rom Coda. These are all figures from the Forced Unleashed video game. Oh, nice. They're awesome. How many of you guys played this game? I did not. I've only heard that it's awesome. But I know the figures are cool, and I thought it'd be cool to get this. Uh, this lineup still stands up this game 100%. 100%. What's up, Force of Light? Good to see you here, Sean. Good to see you. Not a baby,
0: Gannon. Yeah, got you hooked up here, man.
1: I know, Greg. We got Juno Eclipse coming. And then I think there's like eight or so of these figures, and Greg sent me six of them. So I went and bought one of them. The Storm Stormtrooper Commander, love that one. Okay. I am a little bit. Because I got it for peanuts, I went and purchased uh, this one here, the Imperial Evo Trooper.
0: Everyone knows about the Imperial.
1: And what got the conversation started was this uh, Star Wars Evolutions Vader's Secret Apprentice 3-pack with the Secret Apprentice, the Sith Lord, and the Jedi Knight.
0: Star killer?
1: Yeah. yeah, Put that up there. That's Let's awesome. Okay. Oh! Very cool. So Josh, you played this game, correct? I did. And um, what are your thoughts on it? You've told, I'll tell you, you've told me a, a number of times that it's awesome.
0: So i played this game as recently as a month ago. Just, and, and just kind of got my, my feet wet again, testing out the controls. It is, uh, for my perspective, as far as a Star Wars game, it could be one of my favorites. Uh, as far like, lightsaber duels. I think the the physics, the dynamics are better than like a battlefront, in my opinion. Um, and it's it's fantastic. Star killers is it's just so cool that Vader had an apprentice as Vader, you know, yeah. Outside of snips, and uh it was great. It's just a great game. I mean, you pull a star destroyer out of the sky. I mean, that's fantastic. You're you're whipping TIE fighters left and right, you're using the force and and those are your choices too. Like, well, the, the, the Star Destroyer is definitely like.
1: Well, that's what the kids call OP.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's Pull the Star Destroyer is definitely a deal. But whether you manipulate the TIE fighters that are flying through a, a particular building or not is up to you. Yeah. And then you're just fucking stormtroopers off the. Because you're against everyone, which is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Because um, you're under the radar. Here. Is it. Do you think it's better? The same or not as good as Knights of the Old Republic? Well,
0: night it's two different games. Well, obviously. Josh. Knights of the Old Republic is is an RPG. Okay. And this is just a straight, you know, run and it's a button masher. Okay. It's, which is fun. It's totally okay. fun. Like there are so many moves that you have to hit two X's, a Y, and a B, and it's just XXX for me. Just triple X.
1: <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I I'm totally pumped about these figures. I think there's one or two more that I need to get to complete this little mini set. It's a cool line. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's cool. And, and Greg, thank you. Uh, thanks for the nice pack job. Thanks for the trade. Uh, pretty awesome stuff. Um, I, love, I love a good trade. Love a good trade. Mm. Do you love a good trade? I love a good trade. Mm-hmm. Now, there's something else that I got that I did not trade. I pure bought. And this was something that I saw at the Toy Fair and two weeks later, I was still kicking myself Uh-oh. that I didn't get it. <sighs> you ever had that kind of like, sure. I, sh- I should have bought, it. I should have got that. you Because the best time to get something is when you see it, especially when you're collecting, because you never know when, when something is, you know, unusual or maybe on the rarer side. Sure. Will pop up again. Sure. So. I figured after two weeks, if I was still thinking about this, then that probably says something. Right. And, uh, yeah. Got a drum roll. Here, I'll put it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Nick, give us a drum roll. Thank you. I'm bad at it. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. Our camera's freaking out because of what
1: you're doing. Why? I don't know. No, there we go. I'm blaming you, though. Whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, a Commander Gree.
0: I was going to say, that's a Gree. Oh, good God. It's 40 pounds.
1: It's made out of resin, not (laughs) fiberglass. Oh, my gosh. It is is such a well-done, well-painted helmet.
0: Wow. It is so heavy.
1: It is super heavy. That just means it's of high quality. Yeah. And... And Josh, what just, and you haven't seen this, this is new to you. So this is, this is, uh, totally awesome. But, um, what do you think you would pay for this helmet? Now, keep in mind, I know you just bought one a few months ago, custom Uh, helmet. It's, it's between,
0: it's between 150 and 250 is, is how I feel.
1: Okay. Especially
0: with the resin. It might be closer to the. To, you know, the 200
1: range. Well, that's what it was listed as. It was okay. listed at 200. Okay. The guy gave it to me for 150. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So,
0: And I mean, if you went by weight, that's literally
1: $5 a pound. Uh, <laughs> it's it's got to be 30 pounds. It, it's so, I mean, that just speaks to how well it was made to me. You won't be able to get your head in it. I've already tried. The head hole is a little smaller than what you and I require and the clones, the clones that were
0: crafted for efficiency. And yeah, we'll just leave that right there. Beautiful. That's, that's in the shot, right? It is. Let's do this. It's just kind of beautiful. Give it a little bit of an angle. So what was your motivation? You just walked away from it and you I walked away. I
1: saw it. Well, I, this was the guy that I bought the sideshows from. Sure. And I'd spent a chunk of money on those. And I, and I was like, if I didn't, I would have got this instead. But a couple weeks later, i'm still thinking about it and so i since i had paypal'd him i emailed him and said hey you by chance still have that helmet and if you do would you ship it because he lives in seattle which is a couple hours away from us and he's like yeah i still got it and blah 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 and he's like How about, how's the 150 and then we'll figure out the shipping I was wow like, i was like
0: no that's a steal let's do it that's a steal especially because i mean part of part of us as collectors when you're getting a custom is a little bit of the weight is an
1: issue like right
0: like how is this built that thing is a literal helmet like it will take a shot
1: (laughs) as long as it's not a direct point blank well
0: yeah a glancing
1: blow is a glancing blow it will it will but you try to put your head in there and it doesn't fit it doesn't fit how about like a how about like your kid tova can rock that thing (laughs) but tova weighs as much as this i know that's funny though yeah uh But yeah, it's definitely cool. And, and Gree is one of those, I mean, he's a clone trooper that, you know, he went at Yoda and got the wrong end of a lightsaber, but, uh, it's totally rad. I love it. Absolutely love it.
0: Getting some, uh, recommendations on where to put it. So there we go. Yes. Yes.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Mm, That's a good get dude. Thanks man. I, I really like it. I've, I've, uh, I've gotten a few helmets now that, um, pretty pumped about i i don't know if i'm gonna keep going down this road but i guess if i see something that catches my eye and it brings joy if it sparks joy josh if it sparks joy right you know i think that's the most i think important buckets thing. are easy
0: buckets are all day yeah. you can put them everywhere i mean i know paul will agree uh yes paul will agree i buckets are buckets are just <laughs> i have got uh my kid my kid my daughter had a couple of okay. I have a funny story for you.
1: Okay, let's hear All it. Right, here we what
0: go. So my daughter had a couple of her friends over. Three of them, two girls, two guys. You get the picture. Yeah. So the guys float into this room and they see a few of the helmets, right? And they see a few of the sabers laying around. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, my, you know, if I, you know, if I were a, if I, I know wasn't where home, this is going. I man. wasn't home. But all of a sudden they come sliding across the, you know, we go to
1: risky a, business or
0: with the saber and a Mandalorian helmet, you know, a Boba Fett or whatever helmet on. And they're slicing and, and doing noises and stuff like, which makes me happy. It actually makes me happy. I'm like, you know, sure. Yeah. if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, without permission, put on one of my helmets and grab a saber. You better go. You full. better go full nerd. <laughs> you better go full nerd. And they did. And then one of oh, the guys, so one of the guys, like ah, and he like slices up my my daughter's friend, another gal. He's like ah, oh, cut your leg off, and mm-hmm. she's like, so you're just gonna let me bleed to death?
1: Tis but a scratch.
0: You're gonna let me bleed to death? Yeah. And li- my daughter is telling me this, mm-hmm. and she goes, Do you know what he said? And I'm like, Yeah. It would cauterizes the wound immediately, so she wouldn't bleed to death. And she's like. That's exactly what he said. I'm like, all right, these guys can come over anytime, <laughs> anytime. they want. Welcome. Anytime. Give them the so key. He's like, no, no, no. You wouldn't be carterized immediately. So yeah. I was Give I'm a pretty key. impressed by these. These are fine young men. Yes. Uh, who would slice off the leg of one of my daughter's friends, but know the science behind yeah. a it's, saber cut. It's
1: going to be carterized. So I was, yet. uh
0: anyway. Uh, no
1: tourniquet needed.
0: Anyway, uh, no cur- we'll live stream the wedding. Um, mm. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny no i was dying because she just looked at me she's like i can't believe you just said that and i'm like no that's everyone knows that's
1: science that's great that's science your daughter's hanging out with cool people really i i could only hope my son hangs out with equally cool people <laughs> get that Bo tan helmet see if she Ooh, picks it up yeah seriously come on black series make a boca tan helmet come on um Josh we had 2 weeks ago we debuted a new segment on the Hollow Chronicles podcast. I'm excited for this. This will be the second installment of what we hope to be regular installments from our buddy Jackson.
0: It's the Jackson It's the Jackson 5. Jackson
1: Comic Review.
0: I, I know you're out there. Yeah, it's this is Jackson 5. We it's going to be a comic review, I guess, but
1: I suppose it could be Jackson, to to I, lot hope, of I hope records. you're ready. I hope you're ready, Jackson. We've
0: done a shitload of coordinating here, and uh, here we go. Is there anybody kind of named Jackson around? Jackson. The stuff, the stuff
2: legend legend legend. That overmodulation it. at the end. You made Woo.
0: it, buddy. You made it. I know. I know.
2: I know. <laughs> I know. Uh,
0: Welcome in, man. Welcome in. We're <laughs> glad to have you, and you've got another five Jackson five for us, which is very exciting. Uh, I sure so- do. It.
2: Before I, I I start, I want to say Mazel Tov on the upcoming wedding. Mazel tov. Yes, thank mm, you. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's a very fine young Congratulations. man. Congratulations! I don't Sounds even think like that was my daughter's interest, but I don't care. I'll I'll, I'll make the play. It's too bad now.
1: It's too yeah, bad. Yeah. it's done. The parents have agreed. Goats
2: yeah. have been exchanged. This <laughs> <laughs> <As laughs> custom.
0: Tauntauns have been neutered. Right. We're right. off to the races. Right. Wait, right. The uh, wow. the proofs
2: of purchase have been transferred. <laughs> the <laughs> Right. the flag points have been acquired right. yeah with <laughs> all right. okay. due respect just hope
0: your kids don't grow up
1: yeah uh yeah i know it I'm, gets I'm, worse.
2: I'm i'm it trying to think
0: well
2: what do you got for us this week buddy well as you guys remember last time i was on we talked about the shaken poster we'll mm-hmm. show that a little bit. howard shaken that's Bacon. right shaken. the howard shaken uh who was the lead artist for the Star Wars comic adaptation in Marvel, issues one through six. Now, um, so that drawing, let's we'll see if we can pull it up right now. Amo. Wait a minute. Time out. No.
1: You son of a bitch. <laughs> you got an Anakin Clone Wars Black Series figure. Oh, oh, did you see that? Oh, it's I'm right, right so back sorry. there, isn't it? Just over your shoulder. I've been. Uh, I... I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Carry on. Okay, we'll talk about that afterwards, though.
2: Don't hate me. All right. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) this is issue number one of Star Wars. Now, the date says July of 1977. It actually was released uh, in some markets on April 12th, 1977. So when when did the film come out, guys? Mm. May. That's right. Now, would that ever happen now? With a big blockbuster movie, uh, a comic book no. adaptation coming out uh, a full month before the release—absolutely
0: not. Yeah,
2: so good, good planning on star, on on Marvel and Lucasfilm's part. Um, as I told you in the last episode, there were uh, there were still some uh, apprehension about Star Wars. There were a lot of people that didn't think it was going to succe- uh, be successful. Stan Lee was very adamant against. Uh, movie adaptations he thought that they were uh, losers uh, wow. but they still yeah they still took a chance on this um, I guess George Lucas charmed the pants off of him mm. because they uh, they yes, he can was, do that charmer yeah he is he <laughs> yeah. Mr personality why why don't, why don't you make my comic book um, so yeah. so he did he was <laughs> successful uh, and uh, as the movie became a success um, well, the comics became a success Mm -hmm. and they did not, they did not have enough uh, on hand as far as printing. The first print went pretty quickly, as you can imagine, the, there were multiple prints after that. So there was a second print, a third print. There was also a Whitman print. You guys remember the, uh, the book company Whitman Mm -hmm. uh, for, uh, I was like the, like the children's books. Um, They did their own print as well. And uh, that, that title if you add up all the prints sold 1 million copies, which was a big deal back that then. That is a
0: big deal. Yeah. It was
2: actually uh, the first time that any title sold a million copies since 1960. Um, it was okay. Jim Shooter, the editor in chief of Marvel uh, basically has, has admitted that star Wars saved Marvel in the late wow, 70s. Really? 80s. Yep. Yep. Now, Back to collectability. All right, we all know what the story is, but we're going to talk about collectability now. There are multiple uh, prints. They're not variants. Uh, Technically, they're not variants because you know, in the way that we know variant covers to be. Uh, You know, if if a comic comes out nowadays, there's at least two different uh, covers now uh, for most issues, and uh, you know, depending upon the availability of those variant covers, those variant covers could be, you know. high in value but uh the prints are what we're talking about here so let me see so you're looking at right now the first print and that's the one i have right here too so I'll show you guys that right there I can see that that is yep thank you that is uh issue number one that's the first print and it's graded um that's a cgc grading uh it's very similar to the toy grading system. There are two uh, independent uh, grading services that operate in the comic space, CGC and CBCS. Uh, there's, you know, some people have a preference. But essentially, it it will uh, ensure that uh, what you're buying, generally ensure that what you're buying is what uh, the the seller is telling you it is. And uh, so that copy that I have is, is graded 9.0, so the condition is pretty good. Let's see if I could bring up that again. Okay. Oh, how do I bring that back? Oh, here we go. Uh, You're in charge,
0: Jackson. Come on. I know. I
2: know I am. I know. Come on. Here we go. Here. Okay. So this is uh, print number one, and the Whitman print is right here. So uh, first difference, you could see right there, there's nothing in the box. In my copy, in the first print, there is a barcode, right? Nothing right there. Uh, mm. The colors, the colors look very similar, uh, but if you look right here, that's a big red flag right there. Reprint? Can you guys see that in blue oh, letters? Right
0: next to, right next yeah. to He-Man Luke.
2: Yeah, I got it. Right yeah. Next to He-Man Luke. By the way, He-Man Luke with the red lightsaber is one of my favorites. I want a, I want a black series of him. <laughs> right. And also, uh, note jacked. the, or should we say pro-
0: Adam Luke? Oh He's yes.
2: Look at the uh, the price right there. Okay, so this one is thirty five cents. Mm-hmm. The issue that I have the the actual first print whoa, is whoa, thirty cents.
0: Serious inflation going on here. <laughs> wow. Yes.
2: Well, now almost doubled. The the other prints are the other second and third printings are thirty five cents. Now the big issue now here is uh, Marvel was interested in, in experimenting to see what people were willing to pay for comics. And they were doing test pricing at 35 cents in certain markets. Okay. Uh, and one of those issues happened to be print number one of star Wars, but it was only sold in four cities. Uh, I get that written down Toledo, Tuscaloosa, Wilmington <laughs> and Memphis. And so, this is that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So th-
0: this
2: yeah. is, this is the, te- uh, this is, print number one at the test price at 35 cents so you got the barcode down there you got 35 cents right here it's the same uh, same look on the top now uh, so basically a ripoff in Toledo is what we're talking about well oh. well well Andy Josh if you saw that and said that I hope you just kind of hunkered down and bought it because right now this particular issue because there's only there was only 1500 sold. And sure. there's probably about a quarter of that. I'm 70 survived.
0: cents. I'm going to say 70
2: cents value. The current value? Mm-hmm. Well, let's yep. see. Uh, $1,000. That's double. That's it has good. sold for 10000 <laughs> And hmm. you can currently find it online for 20000 on eBay. Wow. So that's wow. a big difference. Yeah. Is that buy it now or make best offer? It
0: still seems like a bit it's of a, a off. if I'm a Toledian.
2: <laughs> You still have, you still are are better about that, right? I'm still bitter. I'm still yeah. bitter. Hey, we're trying to get by down here, okay? So I'm I understand. Waterloo, so in Toledo, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Well, so now, if you are interested in starting a collection, you want to start with, uh, you know, Star Wars comics, and you want to start with the old series, then yeah, you're gonna have to spend some money when you get to the older issues. If you're interested in just having a copy, just to read or or to have around. Uh, there are ways to do that uh, that are much less uh, expensive. So, Amazon right here, Prime. I'm hold- no, no. Well, you could do that too. You can get a digital copy, but if you want something like a hard copy, you can get something like this. So, this is the uh, facsimile uh, print of Star Wars Number One. It is from 2019, and if you look at it, you can see that the price. I don't know if you guys can catch the price right there. three dollars three ninety and say I know I know they're up in arms right now yeah uh now it is um unlike other reprints it actually is a facsimile so it it's kept all of the original um ads so this again interesting this is two so this is 2019
0: fax machine to get it which is like (laughs) no problem I got mine hooked up let's do it (laughs) who
2: has a fax machine
0: like I said, no problem, I'll hook I'm it up Looking Let's at you, it. Matthew. <laughs> wow, that's so, awesome.
2: Right? So all the ads but and also it, it, you
0: don't feel bad about like opening it up and 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 you know, yeah. looking at it whereas your 9.0 you might you're not going to touch ever. Exactly. Like, I'm surprised you breathe near it.
2: So so that's the thing. <laughs> once you once you break the seal of a of a graded slabbed comic book, um you, you really have basically defeated the purpose of buying it in the first place. Sure. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where if you really are adamant to read it, like actually have a hard copy in your hand, this is the facsimile editions are the best way to go. Nice.
1: Well, thanks, man. That's good to know because I have always wanted to look through one of those, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. obviously never sprung on the, on the dough to get one. Mm -hmm. And, and I want to say like, you can buy a a non-graded one for maybe under $300 three or four hundred dollars and and you know condition for an ungraded can vary wildly but i I would be okay having one that isn't in the best condition just so that i could read it you know what i mean right i've got one
0: upstairs it's like huge it's bigger than that so it must it says like a special edition on it and it's absolutely what jackson just showed it's in terrible condition but that's the kind that you can open up and kind of just read and I don't even think it's a facsimile, a special edition. Now I want to go grab
2: it because yeah, I you feel should like... you should take a look up because well, uh, first of all, Andy, to your point, I agree. Like, it's it's you know, if you want to read it, then grading isn't maybe the best thing. But the one thing about grading um, that is helpful is that it it they do they do uh, the. A sweep of uh you know of kind of the telltale signs of forgery. Mm-hmm. Um we looked at that, uh let me see if we could bring that up again. The uh the reprint of uh, with the, the Whitman reprint. Let's see if I can bring that up right now. you have that or does he have that? Yeah, yeah, I got it right here. Right there. See that? All right. So yeah. so some people have uh figured out a way to just kind of blue uh in the black spaces oh. between and have tried to tried to sell that to you know um to the un, untrained eye uh as as original um first prints, and it's just you know that like it a happens repro, it.
0: like a repro layers blast layers blaster dang it
2: oh no did that happen to you no
0: no oh, but sorry. uh it could have yeah if it hadn't been for the bmb
2: oh good yeah good. No doubt. so so it's worth having uh, the uh, the grading services do the verification of authenticity, so you don't have to chase that down. So if you can find a slab copy, uh, that's the best way to go. Make sure that the slab actually, uh, if you can find the pictures, the slab has uh, is basically sealed uh, across the board. So if somebody opens it, then you know that they've tampered it, tampered with mm. it, and then it's suspect. Issue one. Thanks if you want bring
0: that up that seems like yeah.
2: a uh... yeah it's
1: great J- Jackson there's a question here from the chat and i oh, want go, you, go for i want it. i want you to answer this here it's from the galactic curator mm-hmm. it says if i have a signed comic like that is it worth yeah. grading um yes yes or to seal it away uh, yeah, or,
2: or think... and also to seal it away so uh some seal of away the... the
1: signature is what
0: he's saying then mm-hmm. because so there were... in, in
2: in the cover yeah the, uh, there was a, uh, an issue of star Wars number one that was signed by, uh, I think most of the cast, mm. uh, and I believe it was signed by Stan Lee and that was sold for $22,000. Mm-hmm. Um, it was signed and slapped. So you sign it and and if you can get, uh, certificates of authenticity for the signatures, uh, that's great. And, some, and maybe like,
0: pictures if, of the signature page or something. You yeah. Know? I, yeah. I know. You know,
2: Well, most of the times they sign on, um, the cover, but on the cover. Yep. And if you, I mean, if it's Stanley signing the cover of your comic book, there's no way in hell that's going to ruin the the quality. So whatever, let them sign it. But, um, the big thing is certificates of authenticity, uh, uh, for those kinds of things. Mm. So if you can get that, that's great. If you can, if you can slab it still, there's still a lot of value in it. So I would say, uh, get it graded. Uh, if it's a number one copy like that, absolutely get it graded. Okay. Wow. Yep. And and the cost of grading by the way is going to depend upon the value of the comic. So it, it's it's I I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to give you an accurate amount based on on just simply knowing what the number of uh sure. the issue was. Sure. So yeah.
1: Galactic Curator, you can send it to us and we can get that graded for you. No. <laughs> I'll problem. trade you my Anakin for it. <laughs> Put that uh, down. Put that down. Hey. hey! All right. right.
0: Well, this has been a Jackson Five. Jackson, thank you very much. I I love it. I learn every damn time. Uh, thank you. guys for two, having but me. This is great. This is great. Yeah. uh We take him out with the intro, right? Here we go.
1: Yeah, I'll take him out with the intro. Is there anybody the named Jackson, Jackson
0: around? The stuff, the stuff, the stuff of
2: legend, legend, legend.
0: Yeah, he deserve like I saw him literally and I hope if you're out there and you had to pull yourself away from the phone, I get it. But Jackson made that and I watched him pull his headphones off while that was hitting us as <laughs> the distortion. <laughs> it's good though. Uh the a little explanation behind that we have like Carol Burnett introducing the Jackson 5 in the beginning and then a little OPP which is great and then or well, OPP was my that's my interpretation. Yeah. It probably is a is a cut and then followed by the the actual uh Jackson his uh, namesake saying something
1: yeah the vo- legend the, the voice of Jackson
0: yes uh very good Jackson thank you for issue number one now I'm going to go peel that out of uh, my bin Andy I am in full like I ripped apart my collection today. yeah you I did. didn't even this isn't even a docket for our conversation. No, but I ripped apart my entire collection, put did, them in bins. Did you catalog? I did not catalog.
1: But so, I do have pictures. Okay. This, I think we should probably just segue into our sure. main topic right now. Um, as you can see behind us there, the main the main topic for today is should you insure your collection? And um, the answer is maybe. Mm. Because like we said at the start. Every collection is different. Every collection's, you know, different in size, in quantity, in quality, in value. And those are all things you have to consider if you're going to uh, go to the lengths of insuring. Now, for singular items such as family heirlooms, you know, jewelry, you might keep those in a safety deposit box. You might be better off purchasing a safe to keep items like that in, um, as opposed to insuring. But, but we're talking about displayability, but too, we're, right? but we also, yeah, for people like you and I, Josh, who have collections that are probably a little bit bigger than your average collector. I don't know, I don't actually don't know what our.
0: What do you think? As we look around our community, I uh, feel uh,
1: completely inept. So, yeah.
0: Um.
1: (laughs) So, when it comes to a collection, um, so I asked a couple of people that I know that work in uh, homeowners insurance, uh, in the insurance community, and and there, and there is no straightforward answer on whether or not you should, or when should you, or what the best route is to go. Um, I have uh, my wife's uncle uh, works for Allstate, and he says, you know, if you if you have some valuable items, then maybe it's best to rent a safety deposit box. Or if you want them in the home so you can access them whenever you want to, then it's probably better to buy a safe. Now, my most valuable items won't fit in a safe. So for me, if I were going to do anything to protect my, for lack of better term, assets, I would probably go the insurance route because one of my most expensive items is that Italian Star Wars poster, right? Sure. That I had framed, and and let's say that's worth a thousand dollars, right? Okay, I can't fit that in a safe. At least you could roll it up and fold it in half and shove it in there. So come on, buddy. Full disclosure, All it right. came folded. I All could, right. you know, I could fold it up. Fold disclosures. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the tequila talking. But um, what are you talking about? I, so I, I wouldn't want to do that because I love looking at it. So for me, maybe, you know, I wouldn't insure one thing like that. I would have to insure the whole collection. Now, let me, let me read to you just so I don't screw anything up. Let me read to you what uh, my uncle Jim said. And he's, he works for all states says regarding collectibles, most are typically covered as part of regular contents within the home under your homeowner's insurance stamps and coins are primary exemptions you can Mm. usually endorse your homeowner's policy to provide coverage in these instances trading cards are limited coverage to about a thousand dollars in most cases there is usually not uh there's not usually a way to expand that coverage best to get a heavy safe or rent a safety deposit box for smaller items always good it's always good to have photo documentation of your belongings, including your collectibles. Keep photos or duplicates in a safe place in case of fires. Okay. And then I have my homeowner's insurance through American National. And I asked my
0: American National Insurance. I'm not sure that's is, such a that, well, I'm
1: sorry. It's a different jingle. Yeah, but... um my insurance provider said uh, you can add collectibles scheduled to your homeowner's policy. It's pretty easy to create a list of items with values, pictures and add them. So they're included under your homeowner's insurance policy have uh, to have a separate collector's policy would have to check on the specifics to that. So it's a little bit more.
0: Well, I think, I think if you depending. have so, like, let's say you've got your normal run of the mill. You could, you could, you could uh, price it out even with your poster and just be like, you know, my collections were 20 or $30,000. I mean, okay. really sure. If we look at it over time, especially with some of the rares on the vintage and you could probably say, I would, I would probably estimate your collection in that area.
1: Okay. I, I think I would too, probably closer to 20, 20. 20 yeah. Right.
0: And that's where I, what I do with mine is like, eh, it's probably like 15 to 20. I think you're, I think you're a little higher. So, Th- that's the question. Will homeowners as a blanket umbrella cover yeah. it already? Or do you want to d- define like, this is my collection. Now, if all of a sudden you get a prototype Boba Fett or, you know, something, something. that I think, I think your number is like 10,000 or above that you want to ensure independently.
1: Um, yeah. Singular items. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, the way I kind of understand it here is that if your collection is, and this is a little bit depending on the provider too. So if this is something you've ever thought about, please, please ask your agent, ask, you know, give them a call and, and ask what they can provide for you, because it might be a very low dollar monthly amount that might be worth your peace of mind. You like know, that, nine
0: or $10 is really what it might come down. To. It might come down to $200 a year.
1: Right. Type of scenario yeah so i mean if and if that's doable then it it might be worth it just like any sort of like i think of like life insurance is something that that you would like to have when possible just for the peace of mind sure and so ensuring your collection if you put a lot of time and energy into building up your collection then this might be the you know, this might be the cherry on top to preserve it. Now, whether you decide to insure or not, I think it is a 100% great idea to document what you have. Yeah. Catalog what you have. Now that may take a little bit of time to do.
0: Well, but it could also just take a bunch of pictures on your iPhone of your collection as it stands. Now, if you have things that are hidden behind the background, you can't prove that you've got a first edition comic that's tucked back in a in a you know file cabinet then you're gonna have to pull that out and take pictures of it but i think i think the only thing that i would say that you can't protect which would be my issue whether i was covered or not if heaven forbid you know the house is destroyed and along with my collection would be the sentimentality i mean a lot of the stuff that i own only has value in how i perceive it, it and how i acquired it like yeah. the value is built into the acquisition. So.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. This, I mean, I, I don't think most collectors even consider this. Um, I think for me to go, th- you know, follow through with actually getting maybe a separate policy for my collection, I think it's going to have to be around fifty thousand for me, right? And I've got a long ways to go before I get to that mark. Sure, but, um. You know but look we just but had shoot, jackson, even that
0: jackson on with a with a potential you know he was talking about ten or twenty thousand dollar comic
1: right a single comic
0: a single comic if his if his graded nine is worth fifteen hundred at wherever, I, I don't know what the differential was but look insurance is insurance is very relative i mean it's yeah we like to you know I think as a group of <laughs> People that pay insurance like to kind of poop, like be like, ah, insurance sucks. But really, on things of value that aren't that valuable, but they are to you, and if you lost them, it'd suck. Like I said, if you're insuring a ten or twenty thousand dollar collection, even a five thousand dollar collection, you're literally paying one two hundred dollars a year to get that covered, right? And a little bit of documentation, a little bit of cataloging is going to alleviate. You know, in the, in the event, look, we just had our buddy Scotty from the network. I mean, he had to put everything on stilts last week because right. they were flooding. Right. And, and even if that, you know, $200, whatever gets ruined, it's still the $200, whatever that yeah. you really liked. And and I feel like, I feel like it's not a bad, I, I'm not an insurance salesman and I don't work for an insurance company, but <laughs> when you start adding up like how much are you paying for netflix hulu and and you know hbo max right spending 10 dollars a month to protect what you really love what you're coming on here to talk about with us exactly is is nothing
1: yeah so i guess that again that boils down to what you have and what's valuable with what you have and and how you want to best protect that you know black series items are fairly gettable so maybe replaceable replaceable but that means
0: that your insurance would be even better because if you value if you insured it at value you thought that you're you know i just packed all my black series up into bins because i'm moving my collection and it was weird that it went into two 40 gallon bins but also if i were to put a number on those it's pretty good yeah you know and if those bins melted down in
1: tonight's fire. next on tonight's <laughs> fire um so <laughs> do you, know. you think do you think uh, gilster asked the question do you think it scares insurance companies not too? at all actually
0: I- it's a safe bet for them that's why they want to get 150 or 200 out of you because one it, it's not like driving a car where everything's a risk as soon as you turn the ignition on especially given your age or whatever It is your stuff in your house that you're protecting with your very life if you can, if you can, and doing everything in in your power not to mess up, as opposed to maybe hopping in a car and and rodding on it, maybe having a few drinks and rodding on it right and, right and in your house you're like no i i geez it would suck if i lost everything here
1: right i think an insurance company is going to see it as well, it's risk versus free it's free money free money you if know you mean?
0: get uh if you get three people if they get three people <laughs> to pay
2: 200 a year
1: <laughs> you can form your own insurance company yeah exactly uh again the galactic curator curator says something to consider safe wise is the temperature uh what temperatures would fireproof safes even reach i think a lot of them no, can reach they're all rated 350 degrees which is okay for paper but for plastic figures maybe not so much so yeah that's a good thing to point out um i've kicked around i have a safe for other things but i don't have a safe for my collection
0: well and you shouldn't because you display your collection that's true so, i mean that's the the rub you shouldn't you a part of it is happiness i, I have no desire to own any star wars collectible outside of opening the box
2: right <laughs> but the i will box still dip- display it safe yeah. yeah
0: and then i but i have no desire to shove something in a safe and never look at it for fear of losing it i i think as an investor in any collectible you have to weigh that like yeah. if i buy this is it displayable for me or am i buying it for some sort of return later on and and you know andy and i we return is return is minimal we important sure. if you're buying a couple things you know and and maybe you want to make a buck later because you're seeing the future and or maybe you're like look i can give this to a person for a fair price because i had the option to get it even though they might be getting scalped elsewhere you know yeah. so that might be an option
1: so i guess ultimately for you guys for us you know in order to decide whether or not you have a collection worthy of getting its own insurance, right? You have to deci- you have to kind of figure out what the value of your collection net worth might be, or right. maybe what some of the high dollar items. If you have high dollar items, like if you have items over a thousand dollars, like
0: here's what I think you said that was the most important: whether you have renter's insurance, homeowners insurance, you know anything to cover your dwelling. Mm-hmm. Take pictures right because that at least is going to give you a starting point if you don't take pictures and heaven forbid something happens to your home tornado to tornado or fire or whatever then it's just your word against the insurance companies and
1: and that's not good enough it's
0: just like in your car when <clears throat> the car stereo gets stolen when it gets prowled no one takes pictures of their car stereo and guess what insurance companies never pay for your car stereo. No they don't. They might pay for your purse or your wallet, but they won't pay for your car stereo.
1: Right. So so good luck with that. Please, please we encourage you to seek out your uh, homeowners insurance uh, provider, your agent and just ask. Ask the question and if you if you have something worth insuring, if you have a collection worth insuring, then take the steps Necessary steps required at the very least. Photograph. I think and, photo, and photographs catalog. are
0: free, especially on our iPhones and, yep. and you know cell phones. Where you just walk in there and and just take pictures. I have pictures that were more for you know uh you know prosperity than it was for anything else. Where I'm like, hey, check out my room I just got done with. But yeah. I think back on those and I'm like that's proof, proof positive that I have a larger collection. So,
1: Josh, what do you think the most valuable thing in your collection is? Um,
0: well, I mean, it, I don't have a grail. I just don't have like a, like a vintage grail. You can go down, like you can, you can do the, you know, the battle wagon or the, or the Bluetooth or the snaggle, you know, you know, the, the blue s- snaggle, blue, sna- blue snaggle tooth blue, you th- said blue. Bluetooth, whatever. <laughs> technology uh you can go yak face you can go anything. Uh, barge I think right really there. it's the barge i think I, I still have a barge in a box and it might be the most valuable i still have the signed uh fisher mayhew it might be the most valuable i, I maybe i don't know i, I would say a thousand dollars to two thousand dollars is really my realm of one piece that's super valuable. i don't have anything above that yeah and i shouldn't yeah if that's for somebody else's collection yeah hopefully one of our listeners has one so that'd be cool
1: yeah hashtag show me your collection <laughs> show me your most expensive <laughs> item <laughs> ah. and and your address <clears throat> um josh i think is it time for our toys feature for our red five toy feature is it time for a red five toy feature we've I'm got sure. yeah let's let's yeah, go two things left here let's all right let's skip the kicks, car, kicks right, we have here. two really good things if you're thinking about
0: bailing right now it's the wrong time because we bail did yet. all the boring boring crap Prior to this, this is the, the adult conversation. We just over. talked insurance, yeah. We did, yeah, on as, a toy as, as like a really good, like, yeah, that'll be a solid topic, you know. Anyway, yeah. the amortization and the, uh, the amortization. You know, uh, look, you got to think about your regional rates here, bro. <laughs> yeah, Pacific Northwest, the <laughs> cost of living, is, uh, uh, you have a higher chance of, and, a, of a rain and, infestation than you do uh, termite is infestation, a termite. There's flooding, possibly, and then of course, Mount St. Helens could be right, erupted. anyway. We're keeping it boring. Um. <laughs> stick around because i have one thing i can't wait for and andy's <laughs> making me do this other thing first
1: yeah so whatever well whatever no ladies this and gentlemen this ladies and gentlemen the red five designs toy feature yeah. hey there it is speaking of items that cost a little bit of money to procure we have a 1985 power of the force Tatooine skiff um and josh you do have the box for this i do this is out of josh's own collection yeah
0: um i've cataloged it though guaranteed (laughs) excellent Nice nice job
1: the skiff uh came out right at the end of the kind of the original vintage star wars line of figures and vehicles this is one of the last vehicles that especially full size this is not a mini rig this isn't uh considered a full-size vehicle and came out in 1985 when the popularity for star wars was at probably its lowest point and that's why we didn't get toys after this and and this is a high dollar item now because they weren't very popular in 1985
0: it is i'd like to ask the chat what do you think this is worth with a box
1: with a box i can tell you because i I know you can tell me
0: um but i and i don't know because this is a two-year-old purchase so i don't know what it's worth now i would say maybe a little bit more but i'm gonna ballpark this but i want to let the chat go down but before we talk about that the cool thing about this is is that some of these uh, vehicles and ships that we got from the Return of the Jedi were very well developed. Like this has a very cool feature, Andy. You were playing with it. One of the levers pulls out the the the, the gangplank, uh, yeah. the plank, so to speak, and it's fantastic. It's it's just a cool toy. The issue was it didn't come out in time for kids that were deep into return of the jedi to enjoy it, it right a year this was later
1: no this was two years two later. years later this is two right. years after return of the jedi and and this uh you're right it has actually two um movable features on there are yes. two levers one lever moves in and out the the plank as you can see right now it's kind of extended and then the other lever you could do the you can do the oh i'm not even on screen i was doing the luke uh Luke oh, the luke salute, yeah. and and then the other uh, lever moves the landing gear up and down. So currently the landing gear is down. That's why you can see it propped up the way it is. Um, I will say this: this vehicle has a lot of delicate pieces to yeah. it, and so um, you can. S- I mean, if you were to find parts for this, or or if you were to try and purchase parts for this the parts will add up very quickly to be more expensive than probably buying one that is complete itself um we see some people in the chat i think anywhere I have from some good
0: guesses we got 650 from, from jd we've got 600 from galactic curator uh matt's got an 800 gilster's got a 500 and then uh uh he saw one mint in a box at 11 and then he would guess around 800 got seven. By the way, you're all there. You're all right there. And this particular piece I purchased with a box two years, about two years, right?
1: Yeah, it's about two years. Uh,
0: 600 was the was the price. So I I would feel like a seven, eight, six to seven, eight. You know, who knows what inflation is.
1: a complete one with the box right now. If you were to go on sold listings on eBay, you're going to see that it's anywhere from six hundred to a thousand dollars. Exactly.
0: So depending on condition right of the box, uh, mint in box is actually going to jump up, obviously, to eleven. I would say like twelve or thirteen would be the number now. But uh, one dollar <laughs> for Mister Rez. <laughs> one dollar, uh, Bob. Uh, Keith Keith's got a nine seventy five for uh, us, which right. I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hoping.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I'm you find getting, one, selling, but uh, you find one in the box. Uh, maybe it's never been opened. It's you're gonna get you're gonna exceed that thousand dollar mark. So, yeah. um, but this was a cool purchase,
0: with the exception because I bought this uh, literally two years ago because of the barge. The barge is mm-hmm. coming, and I thought, what a cool addition. Yeah. Then the vintage collection came out with their own skiff, which is awesome, by the way. Sure has an excellent. Uh, it's upstairs, but it has an excellent base. So while you see this on its landing gear, the um, the vintage collection has a base with a clear stand and allows you to kind of tilt the axis a little bit. So it looks like, you know,
1: yeah, it's in flight
0: when uh, well or when, when it gets, hit, it gets sure. hit by the turbo laser and talks mm-hmm. over and there goes Lando, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I like a that. A little higher, a little higher. You what?
1: I thought you were blind.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um is the terrible but but like to andy's point it's a it's a very cool piece both of the uh wait yeah i think the railing that you see the center railing will drop down it can yes it can drop down um so uh, you know as a collectible piece next to the barge it's kind of it's kind of sweet to have a vintage uh piece if you find one of these uh incomplete or otherwise buy it just buy them because they're not they're there's they're not making more they're, ma- they're making more of the vintage collection right but uh, these are some of those rare like Andy said nobody wanted these they were two years late nobody wanted them they didn't make many of them and so you can grab a very vintage and and, and by the way the vintage collection piece that was made you know two years ago to come to, comp-
1: to uh, complement the barge
0: doesn't look much different. <laughs> It's got a little weathering.
1: Yeah, that's about it. It's not much different. The version, other versions of this are very similar, and they've tried to kind of hit around it. But um, this is this is the most delicate version, right? The pieces are the most fragile, I would probably say. Yes. But it is, it, uh, it's tough to beat the original for me. It's tough to beat the original when the original is is pretty solid. So
0: it's solid. That's that's what I was saying. It's it, like the vintage collection. All they did was put some weathering on the on the skin. That's about it. Yeah. Everything else is pretty similar. <clears throat> All right, can we finally get to the finally to the part? This
1: has been a red five. Oh, toy design. Thank you, Red Five.
0: <laughs> for this for too long. I don't even know if I leave the screen. I'm worried about our screen behind us if I leave the screen. Why? Well, it because it does that. So, because I have to go, because it's just going to, yeah. Well, okay,
1: so how do you want to set this up?
0: I'm going to set it. I just want the music is all I want. Oh, yeah. I found it. All right, good. That was a little taste. Um, <laughs> and now we look like we're in the black hole.
1: God so it. if you are a patron of the Beyond the Blast Doors network, you saw this picture go out late last night. You did. And, and good again, freaking you. This this photograph is from a photo shoot uh, that Josh called me over to do a few Mondays ago, no Wednesdays, Tuesdays ago, a couple you Tuesdays Tuesday. ago. Josh's, <laughs> Josh's, <laughs> Josh's cousin's a photographer, and he's like, "Hey, come <laughs> over and take some Star Wars." Oh, uh, so anyway, we have coined uh, this
0: handsome fellow that you see on our screen as, and and no one in this room. Knew this guy was going to show up. No, this, that's what was this amazing happened. about it. This just all of a sudden, happened. this guy showed up and uh, was, uh, was affectionately coined Red 69. Red 69. So, <laughs> and you can see it now. Look, you can't, oh God, you can't <laughs> see it on the screen because I'm looking right now. But on the left side of his helmet, you're right. If you're looking, it says property of Red 69. uh Uh, which is totally ah man it's one of the greatest it's one of the greatest uh shots from star wars that isn't canon that i've ever seen
1: it (laughs) should be canon make red 6 9 canon make yeah we
0: on on make solo 2 happen day uh we're going to uh we're going to coin make red 6 9 canon because so uh,
1: so among the people that that we showed this to, and I got—I'll be honest with you, Josh. Um, it's a little embarrassing. Of course you're embarrassed. I don't know why you are. You have a striking similarity
0: to Red Six Nine, um, but uh, yeah, you're not that guy. I don't have the hair. No, no, um, but he does.
1: Uh, I do have the shirt.
0: You do. <laughs> Red Six Nine is is actually Ugh. one of my Star Wars heroes at this point. So what we did is we came up with like, you're looking at this picture on our screen right now. Uh, let me see if I have a, uh, if I, I don't know if I loaded a better pick of that or not, but anyway, it's on our screen. So we came up with the top 10 captions you would put to this picture for red six, nine
1: in a David Letterman style Mm. bit.
0: Sure. And so, uh, here we go. <laughs> and we're gonna do it to the tune of the well, spinner's spin, tune. The spinner yeah, tune. Yeah, okay. We didn't use it on the last one. We're All gonna right. use it on this Josh, one. Josh, you start us off here. Here, here we me. go. I'm starting us off. All, All right. There.
1: Here we go. <laughs> oh, that's the full fiction. There it is. Uh, I got a metal on or, it. Or, I mean, red, 6-9's red, red six nine's <laughs> 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 got a metal on it.
0: Red six. I got a medal on. I got a medal on it. All right, go. Hold okay, on. I gotta hit go. the tunes. I gotta hit the tunes. Hit the Hold tunes. on. Oh my goodness. Come on, tunes. Oh yeah. Best hey. comments.
1: Wait, can I, let me read some of the comments.
0: Sure. I mean, we have, uh, hold on, go ahead. We were trying to get this started, but if you want to read some com- oh, do you want to kill the thunder? Let's read it after. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Top 10 captions for red six, nine. I'm starting it off. Number 10, number 10. He wears a watch that just says it's Miller time.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Number nine. He doesn't fly a starfighter unless it has at least an X-rating. (laughs) Oh.
0: Number eight. He used to give porkins wedgies at the academy. Ah, porkins. Porkins. Woo! Here we go. Number seven.
1: Number seven. Not only was he the best man at your wedding, he was the groom at your mom's. At your mom's wedding. Yo, mama.
0: Uh, Number six. His cologne is too strong for
1: blasters. (laughs) Uh, That's my favorite one. (laughs) Uh, uh, Number number five. five. His biceps are named scum and villainy. Oh, of course they are. Look at them. Look at those things bulging out of that shirt. That shirt can't contain those. No, they can't.
0: Number four, he snickers and elbows you while whispering hand every time he hears the name Han Solo. Every fucking time.
1: (laughs) Uh, Number three. He noodles for Exogors.
0: Yeah, he does. Look Look at that guy.
1: He noodles
0: for Exogors. You know it. Number two. When he's not flying an X-wing, he drives a Pontiac Firebird with the license plate "I'm your dad."
1: No doubt. No doubt. Jesus. Are you guys ready for number one? And the number one. The number one caption, caption, caption for Red Six Nine. For Red Six Nine is a <laughs> <laughs> oh, new picture. <laughs> he calls his bedroom the Sarlacc Pit, where you will slowly be satisfied <laughs> for a thousand years. Oh yeah. Oh, do we hit the music? Dude, dude, that was perfect.
0: It was like we rehearsed it. That was so stupid. (laughs) It was so perfect. Guess what? Guess what, folks? You need to ensure this PowerPoint. Because that's gold. Uh, that is gold. I don't even know where I'm at. I've, I've probably got my full screen on
1: there. Uh, oh. some oh, other comments. Some other comments oh, here from Gary. He's got a oh. six and a nine. Pack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that on the screen? I don't even know if that was on the screen. I don't no, that, that was did Gary. we do it right? That was oh, I don't even that remember.
1: Put oh. the picture back up. We got uh, a few I'm more sorry, to go I'm through. Sorry. Uh, Damn. It's good stuff definitely collecting star wars hello ladies how much do you know about intertwined celestial bodies <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good from our patrons oh. matthew matthew had a couple of good ones the 44 year old version uh was one of them but i'm gonna take a slight offense to that yeah well you're funny. fine red six nine you got three like kids. three kids you're good <laughs> <laughs> that we know of that we know of uh, also, Leroy Lemire. Uh. Hey, ladies! My helmet's up here. <laughs> I, loved him. I love them. I love them. Love that. I Seth, love them, Seth. When you're going out with the boys at seven, but you need to blow up the Death Star <laughs> at six. <laughs> Uh oh and Matt, oh. Matt I gotta give you credit for this one. The, your last one was your best one there. It says feeling kind of cool. Might go bullseye some womp rats. Later. <laughs> oh, love that. Love that. Nice job, guys.
0: Oh, look at Gary. Gary's in. Gary's in. He, he definitely shot first. <laughs> 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 oh. Uh. If he offers you 68, I got this I one. Uh you owe him one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Red sixty nine, our patron saint. Red sixty nine. Red is, 69. this son of a bitch. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Can oh you imagine gosh. being as cool as this guy? I tell you what. I tell you what. He it's needs a, a
1: gentle giant bust, if you know what I mean. Hey. Oh yeah. yeah! Boom! Hey, here's a Porkins bust. Right yeah, here. there he is. Give him wedgies. That's why he doesn't have a lower torso. <laughs> Too many wedgies <laughs> from wedge. Uh, Oh, well, that was embarrassing and fun. You know what? It's not. It's one of the best pictures I've
0: ever seen of this guy. It's one of my best. Oh, it's fantastic. The best pictures. All right. My so your chance, your chance to embarrass uh, me, uh, is coming up next week.
1: Well, Andy it's is a up good this sport. Yeah. yeah, this week.
0: Well, yeah, this week. Sorry.
1: Uh, for next week. At the beginning of the show, we tease that we have two Book of Boba Fett posters left okay um if you are a previous winner you can still win another and you can do with it what you want you can bless it on to somebody else you can leave it in the box no we wouldn't (laughs) those things need to breathe um but what we're going to do we're going to leak these photos that i shouldn't say leak because it's not like anybody's anticipating them but we're going to oh, they are we're waiting gonna,
2: for this. We're
1: going to slow drip these these photographs.
0: <laughs> That's worse. Out. It's worse. <laughs> it sounds like, a, like an, issue. an issue an <laughs> issue.
1: An issue has occurred. Okay. So, um we're going to release these over time. And the next one we're going to do uh is one of uh one of one of Josh.
0: Well, we don't we
1: haven't decided
0: what this guy's name is no and- he,
1: he may not need a name but what you need to do is give it a caption so on twitter you got to follow us on twitter at of chronicles that's the it, only way you go,
0: guys i'm putting it up on the screen the only way you can know what this picture looks like is by looking at the screen
1: that's a gorgeous jacket you're wearing yeah star celebration number one number one jacket so we're gonna need um you know your best caption for this photograph stay tuned on twitter i will post the picture tomorrow and leave it up no it's just gonna be there you guys post for your chance to win one of our last two red five book of boba fett posters in an a2 sized frame right but frame not included (laughs) nice (laughs) slide that in there we'll roll it up and put it in a tube for you but if you want one of those posters if you want another one of those posters you're going to need to caption this photo we'll put it on caption
0: this photo we'll put it up so you can see it a little better uh we are uh it it is not loading up into the uh main main screen but fine i like i like the i like the mystery got to go to Twitter, you get a like. And by the way, you got to comment after our live broadcast, uh, your best. I, I see a lot in the chat, but please comment after the cast is over, which is momentarily your best red 69 <laughs> caption
1: because oh, yeah. we've had
0: a ton and I want them out there for the world to see. Uh, I will probably make the thumbnail red 69 instead of our normal thumbnail just so that we can just keep the captions up a- flowing. Now we'll clip this. Yeah, we'll
1: clip it. We'll clip that. We'll clip that. And you can comment on that.
0: Nah. Anyway,
1: uh, for the hollow chronicles podcast, Um uh, we ready to wrap this thing. Yeah, up? We're done. We're done. We're done. Okay. We've had a great God, we, time. We talked about a new helmet.
0: We had Jackson five come in. The us Jackson five, one,
1: ep, uh, comic number one. Yep. Talked about whether or not you should think about ensuring your, your collection and and the sure. questions that surround that sure and then we had a good old laugh mm-hmm. with red six nine <sighs> so he's a good guy he i think he's the kind of guy you'd want at your party <laughs> but not at your mom's so anyway uh on behalf of the holocronicles podcast this is josh this is andy go play with your toys